have sinned. We all have come short of the glory of God. We have rejected your message over and over again. I know that I have, Lord. Father in heaven, we're asking that you would give us a better picture of your goodness. That we might receive that gift of repentance. We're asking for a spirit of supplication to come over this place right now, Father. For that spirit to touch our hearts. To reveal to us the things that are secret to even our own minds. Lord, we thank you for the messages that we've heard. Lord, let us not just be hearers, but let us be doers. Write these words in our hearts and minds, Father. And forgive us. Forgive us, Father, for we have sinned. And we thank you in Christ's name. Dear Father in heaven, really the only thing that comes to my mind is forgive me for my self-sufficiency. And I know that it seems even silly to say it out loud, but I know that I get so proud over such small things. Lord, you need need to humble me because I can't humble myself. We're told that no one can empty self of self. But we can consent for you to do the work. Lord, some of us are perhaps kneeling here right now and feeling like this is just preposterous. This is just This is just absolute mayhem. This is just something that can't be true. But Lord, I just pray that you would, in fact, show us our true need of you. Forgive us for proclaiming a brand of justification by faith that isn't quite the right thing. This is not to say that I have it figured out or anybody else who's presented and does present has it all figured out. It's just an acknowledgement that you want to bring us to a different place because what we've worked and the, what we've done in the past just hasn't worked. Amen. So we need something different. And yet it's the same that you've always tried to use. And that is the preci- precious message of Christ and Him crucified, Amen. which lays man's glory in the dust. Amen. Do that in my heart. Yes. Do it in all of our hearts, yes. Lord. Amen. Father, you have brought to our minds our great need here tonight. And now we trust you to fill that need. The prophet 
Our loving Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus and we thank you for the privilege that each of us may lift up our our petitions before your throne of grace. Father in heaven, we pray that you will continue to work in each of us. Father, we ask, as it says in Philippians, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Father, we pray for that mind, because in that mind is the self-sacrificing. In that mind is the humility that God desires each of us to have. And as with the other requests and petitions, Lord, I too ask for forgiveness for the self-sufficiency. Father, at times we as leaders need to realize we're no more than servants. And Father, I pray that we will have that passion for Jesus and that compassion for those around us. Father, we pray that as we not totally understand the corporate repents, but that you will reveal in each of our hearts what we need to repent of for ourselves and for our church. Father, we lay this in your hands because it is impossible for us to do because our heart is so deceitfully wicked. So, Lord, we ask that you will call us. Call us to repentance. Let us see your goodness and your mercy that we may be transformed into your image. We ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, Father, I want to ask your forgiveness because so often it's been words and not life that Father, I pray that you would take that work of repentance deeper. That, that Father, my life might make you believable. I pray, I ask forgiveness for a, a lack of that sense of oneness that makes you believable. That, that I haven't always seen us as one, but some are problems and some are good. And But Father, you've said when we're one, the world will believe. Amen. And Father, I repent that I'm part of the problem. That, that, that our oneness makes our influence on each other indivisible. And so the influence I bear is part of the problem, whether it's the lack of your fire or what. I pray, Father, that you would give us such a sense of oneness that we can't bear to be parted and that we will love each other 
not let go until your love is seen. Never to think it again. Lord, there's a lot of our brothers and sisters out there tonight that are watching television, drinking wine, fornicating, doing all kinds of unimaginable and outrageous things. But it's us, Lord. It's us. It's us that's doing those things. Wounding your heart and delaying your coming. Forgive us, Lord. I was there in 1888 when we insulted your Holy Spirit, turned away from truth, missed the grand opportunity, and we're still here all these years later, Lord. I was there when they nailed you to the when we we nailed you to the cross, Lord. Forgive the Jews. Forgive the Romans. Forgive the bystanders. Forgive the whole world. And forgive me, Lord. Forgive me. And Lord, this this meeting is kind of like a microcosm of 1888. Hearing the same message, maybe even more pointed and powerful than they heard then. What are we going to do with it, Lord? God forbid that we should let it fritter away and forget it or ignore it or fail to follow it through to uh, your return. Help us. Oh, dear God, help us. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Most holy God, we bow before you because you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You spoke the world into existence. But Father, we cannot fathom the fact that you would you could condescend so as to come to this earth and become one of us, one with us. Father, we have failed you. We have failed to rightly represent you. We have failed to rightly divide the word of truth. We have failed you, Father, in our prayer life. We have we failed you in our attitude, our standoffish disposition, judgmental attitude. We have failed, Father, to portray, rightly portray Jesus through a life that is daily surrendered to you. Father, the only message that is to be born to this world is the message of Christ, our righteousness. So, Father, our church, we 
have failed to fully receive this message. To allow it to have full sway in our lives. To become our all-consuming desire. Oh Lord God. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on your feeble, erring, foolish children. So prone to wonder. So prone to make missteps. So prone to rely on self, on abilities, on talents. Lord Jesus, have mercy on us. Have mercy on this body of believers. Have mercy on us, Lord God. We are as guilty as the world who fails to receive Christ for failing to allow the Holy Spirit to have full sway in our lives. Lord, tonight we pray that you would perform a miracle. We do not wish to work ourselves into a frenzy and promote repentance and create repentance. We cannot do it. We cannot fabricate it, Lord. But we are yours. And we are yours indeed. By virtue of creation, by virtue of redemption, and by virtue of our own choices, we are yours. And we choose to remain in your arms of love. We choose, Father, to fall on the rock and be broken. We choose to identify ourselves with a lot of sinful humanity because we are no better than they. Lord, have mercy. Lord, change us. Transform us. Make us men and women of prayer. Men and women of power. Lifting up Jesus in every conversation. In every Every time we're given the opportunity to share, let humanity stand back. Lord, it is so easy, easy for us pastors to promote ourselves. Have mercy on us. Father, tonight we want to promote Jesus and Jesus only. We want to talk, preach him, live him, breathe him. Oh, sweet Jesus, come and dwell within us. Come and have access to every part of our being. Come and cleanse, sanctify, transform, and let the glory come back. Bring back the glory. Father, we pray for the leadership of our conferences, for the unions, the divisions, and the general conference. Father, we are the target of the enemy. So we cannot stand in judgment. Have mercy on our colleagues. Have mercy on us. Sweet Spirit, 
wrestle with each and every one of us until we come to a breaking point. Then, you can make us more and more like Jesus. This is the cry of our souls. More of Jesus. Make us more like Jesus. In his name. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, first of all, I just want to praise your name because you're merciful, you're patient, you're long-suffering with all of us. Dear Heavenly Father, I just don't want to pretend to be humble. Or, Lord, there is one thing that I still struggle that I don't understand. But I speak about myself. I know that there are many of us. We. And um, I don't understand how to think corporately. How to think about others. How to pray for others, for us all together. I just look at my own church, my own family, and my own community. And that's maybe the farthest that I can go. But Lord, I just pray one thing, and I know one thing that the Cain asked a question. Am I my brother's keeper? What a foolish question to ask. You created my brother, my conference. You raised up this church to be united, to spread, the go- to spread this gospel all over the place. And Lord, teach us. Forgive us, Lord, and teach us to be our brother's keepers. Heavenly Father, um, what could I pray that has not already been prayed? I join my voice with those who have in great despair and anguish and yet confidence have prayed to you not only individually, but for all of us. And Lord, if there's anyone in this circle, and as Brother John has just prayed, who wants a false humility? But I think that the members here have heard pastors bear their souls. We're all alike. There's only one level at the cross of Calvary. But if the church in New England suffers from Laodiceanism, if there's anybody who's the chief of sinners, it is I. I've been here longer than anybody else. That's an indictment. Lord, forgive me for my superficiality. Because if I'm an instrument of yours, then I too need to experience repentance as has never been experienced before. Just impress my cold, hard heart, Lord, that I'm the one who's in greatest of need. I don't know, Lord, this is a crazy thought maybe, but I think a few who know me would know where I'm headed And I would suppose 
that if there's ever any creature on planet Earth who know, would know what it is to be self-sacrificing, would be any mother among us. Oh, Lord, thank you for your goodness to us. I have sinned and am no longer worthy to be called your son. May we, as a bride, come back as the prodigal. Say, we're we're not worthy to be your bride. Because with that kind of attitude... You can help us. Amen. Forgive us of our pride. Yes, Lord. Amen. Lead us to repentance. Jesus came to give repentance to Israel. It's a gift, as has been mentioned. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you for being so kind to us, so quick to say, I love you when we're not deserving. And Lord, may none of us leave here saying, well, we corporately repented tonight for the whole church. How dare we? How dare we? All we know, Lord, is that we come on bended knee and sought you and thanked you for your goodness. And may it lead us to a deeper and deeper and deeper repentance that has been mentioned already from someone today, never to be repented of. What a blessing it has been to be here in northern New England. And I do believe that we've been breathing the very atmosphere of heaven. No undue excitement, no jumping around. Just a gratitude, just a gratitude and thanksgiving that you still love us despite our shortcomings. What a God. Indeed, we could say God is good and all the time. Wow, what a God.
Heavenly Father, what a promise you gave when you said that the high and lofty one would dwell with those of a humble and contrite spirit. I'm not bragging, Lord, but it sure sounded like the angels just singing. Thank you. Amen. Amen.